Weekly Playtime with Stacy and Devin. The internet tells us that we're a health and wellness podcast, but you won't find any professional advice here. <laughs> That's right. We are just here to share our journeys so that hopefully our failures make you feel better about yours. Uh, Devin, is there a category for just relatable podcasts? I don't know. Probably. Let's be that. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, welcome to our show, Patrick. Well, thank you. It's good to be here. I think this is my second time, but I could have dreamed it the first, so whichever. No, I think you're right. Yeah. I can't remember the topic, but I do remember. I know, well, the boys did a takeover, but I think. That's true. That's, oh, I think, yeah. I forgot about that one. Yeah. yeah. But I think we also had you on yeah. to talk about your sleep schedule. Was that it? Whenever right. you were oh, doing. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah, so. that was it. Which still sucks, by the way. We, we'll circle back around to that. It, it's still not great. But I say, are you still on that schedule where you're? I am working. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh lord, that's no fun. Yeah. It could be worse. Well, fair, fair. That's yeah. true. That is that is a that's a true fact. Is what that is. <laughs> I could be on fire, or you know, kick me in the nuts. Uh, right. That's true. So it could be right. worse. Yeah, you yeah. keep you keep the same schedule, right? You don't do because I think the hardest would be one of those flip schedules where you work in the morning one day and then you work in the nights the other time. Ew. So like you're, I forgot what it's called, but it's like a variable. A swing schedule. A swing schedule, yeah. Yeah, no, I I do the same hours during the semesters, but during Christmas break and summer break, uh, I switch back to days because they don't. Oh yeah. Uh, because we don't have a twenty four hour schedule during those breaks. Yeah. So, gotcha. That, but at least that gives me like a few weeks, a couple of months to get used to one or the other before I have to switch back. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Well, okay, uh, yep, yeah, that's not our topic today, even though no. it is interesting to come. Yes, back that to. is that is something we've talked about in the past, but uh, yes, it's not the topic today. But do we want to uh, like, do we want to just do like <coughs> introductions, how we're doing, what we're drinking? Yeah, yeah, the, the usual. The, the, the usuals, the usuals. You gotta do the use. Yeah. yeah. Gotta do the use. Okay. So, uh, so, so, Stacy, how you doing? <laughs> uh, I'm good. I had, I only had a, uh, I took Monday and Tuesday off this week, so I had only worked three days, and I, I really think that <laughs> the work week should become only a three-day-a-week work week. Amen. Amazing. Yes. <laughs> Agreed. Um, I felt like I had a really good week. I got my work done. It was... It was good times for all, so... Uh, yes. Yeah, but now, um, time changed this weekend, so... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's going to suck trying to wake up tomorrow, because it's going to be... Yeah. Instead of six, it's going to be five, and I'm going to cry. Yeah. Yeah, I've been looking at the clock all day, like, God, why do I feel like it's already 10 o'clock in the... E- oh, right, right. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. It is so messed up. I hate Yeah. I hate it when, the, when it screws me up, because then I spend like... What time is it really? What time is yeah. my body telling me it <laughs> is? Is it really? <laughs> is it, what time What time normally would it be? I'm yeah. like, I don't know, dude. I'm so confused. My brain does not handle this. <laughs> no. And it makes me mad, too, because it was just starting to be where when my alarm would go off, the sun would actually be up. Yes. And so I was like, oh, this is easy because the sun is up. So I don't have a problem waking up as much. And right. now it's going to be dark again yep. when we wake up. And it's, yep. it's uh, yeah. So angry. Yeah, Kes was trying to wake me up at seven because we were supposed. We went to the muse today, and uh, uh, Kes was like, "Yeah, it's seven And I was like, "You need to be awake." And I was like, "But it's still dark outside." Oh, yeah, yeah. Time change. Yeah. I hate you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need them to go ahead and finish passing that law that says that we're just mm-hmm. going to stay on daylight savings forever. Yeah. yeah. We're not going to talk about it every any year. laws ever again, though, apparently. Yeah. So well, no laws will ever be passed except for really dumb ones. Oh. Well, welcome to Tennessee. Mm. <laughs> There's that. We too. love it here. We, we uh, love it here. <laughs> look at the beautiful scenery and don't pay any attention to Nashville. <laughs> yeah, that's the best <laughs> advice. Have you guys ever heard of an apple, uh, was it an apple stack cake? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know where I've been living. But uh, I was watching a thing on, it was like um, one of those YouTube ch- channels, like Myth, not Myth, uh, 
mental floss it was mental floss okay and they were doing like a common or like the best dessert in each state or whatever or like the most popular dessert or the best okay. whatever they're known for and they pulled out the apple stack cake or whatever and i'm like what is that i've never even heard of that so they said uh, that was the most popular one in tennessee I don't know if it, they said most popular, but I guess it was like what they're best known for or something. I don't huh. know, but I, yeah, me and James, neither one, we both were like, I've never heard of this. I mean, an apple stack cake is good, but I wouldn't say it's the thing that, you know what happened yeah. is that somebody came and they went to Gatlinburg and they went to the <laughs> yes. apple barn and that's the yes. only thing they know about Tennessee. And they're that's like, oh, this apple, happened. this apple stack cake here is really good. This must be I, the official dessert of Tennessee. <laughs> It's the one that I ordered when I was there. Yes, exactly. Yes. I was thinking the same thing because the first thing that came to mind was, I bet they serve that at the Apple Barn. They do. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, that may well, have that been where, where, I have, where I have consumed it yeah. <laughs> in, in my life. My grandmother right. used to make, the, make one uh, for any kind of special event, and they're delicious. But yes. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that that's what Tennessee is known for. What would no. you what would you say that Tennessee is known for from a dessert standpoint though? Well, Mo- moon pies. You mention it, yeah, moon pies. Yep. <laughs> moon pies, yep. Because they were even they were made in Chattanooga, right? That's where yeah. they invented yeah. them or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, moon pies. Why is moon pie not on the on this list anyway? Yeah, it's a don't good, good fact question. check me on that because I'm not a hundred percent sure, but yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure because <laughs> yeah. we just did a Tennessee unit at school, and I'm pretty sure that we said it was. I don't do yeah. that. That's not my, I'm not the social studies person. But yeah. anyway, anyway, um, they did skip like, um, I will say that some of the, oh, I don't think it was desserts, actually. I think it was just dishes in general because we thought it was going to be barbecue. But oh. um, some of the things like uh, pizza or like Chicago, they skipped the deep dish pizza because they were like, yeah, everybody knows about Chicago pizza. So oh, they talked about something. Yeah. So they did skip like if something was super obvious, they skipped it. Um, yeah. But yeah, anyway. Well, speaking of, uh, you know, Southern dishes, I had a hankering for some cornbread tonight. So I made (gasps) a big thing of cornbread and ate half of it because that's all I wanted in my life. Yeah. Pinto beans and cornbread. Oh, man. Okay. I didn't didn't have any beans. I'm fixing to get ostracized by it. Oh, no. I love cornbread. So let me just go ahead and put that out front. Okay. I Uh hate soup beans. Pinto beans no. are gross. That's I okay. don't care. I don't, nope, nope, nope. They are disgusting. <laughs> you know, I didn't like them when I was younger, or I didn't like them together when I was younger. Yeah. Um, but now that I've gotten older, I like some pinto beans and cornbread. But I don't necessarily want them in soup form. I just like, like, maybe a little sauce, but just mostly beans. Right. Um, you know. And this last time I made them, I put Old Bay in them, which is obviously a Maryland thing. But uh, I put Old Bay in. That was pretty good. Gave them a little kick. I really want to. Uh, I really wanted to put like cornbread in a glass of milk, and that's what yes. I, that's yes. what I wanted. Oh, that's to good. Do. Now that, buttermilk all day long. Yeah. Yes. yes. I don't yes. love buttermilk, but I will eat cornbread and buttermilk. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, okay. Let me say what I'm drinking real fast, and we can oh, move yeah. to the next person because I'm going Sorry. on a super tangent. Tangent. Here. That's uh, what we do. <laughs> yep. It's true. It's true. Uh, I decided tonight to drink some tea. So I'm drinking the Yogi Detox Tea. Um, Nice. Less for detoxing capabilities, but more because I just really like the flavor. I don't know what kind of herb it is, but it has a very earthy kind of almost, it's like a sweet earth kind of scent is the best way I can describe it. I feel like it has. Does it have licorice? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it has patchouli in it. I don't know if you can eat patchouli. I don't think but, you're uh, supposed to. <laughs> yeah. You can eat anything, really. Well, that's Whether or not it kills enough, you or not. Yeah. yeah. But um, I feel like at one point I looked at that and it had licorice in it. And I was like, nope. Uh, well, it like does. That. It has yeah. licorice root. Um, yeah, that was because I don't like but, the t- taste of the detox tea. And the licorice oh, is what kills me. Because I, oh. I cannot the licorice, dude. Okay. Nope. Well, nope. Nope. I don't actually like licorice, like licorice, licorice, mm-hmm. but um, I do like licorice root, which I think tastes a little different. It does. But, it um, does. It is a little uh, oh, it has, sa- 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 hold, hold on, uh, another name for root beer, sarsaparilla. 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 So, which is funny. I don't like root beer either, but it's got uh, sarsaparilla root, cinnamon, uh, ginger, licorice root, 
and then some other like cardamom, dandelion, clo- that clove. Delicious. Yeah, it yeah, clove, black pepper. Um, yeah. So it is very good. Maybe I should give it another it's my chance. favorite. Tea. I'll give it another chance. Yeah. I can next time I come in I'll bring you one tea. <laughs> don't have to buy a whole box. You have to get your own. You can't have any of mine. <laughs> Or you can buy a box, and if you don't like it, you can give it to me. Well, see, you can just you can mail me one through the mail. Like I used oh, to have right, yeah. pen pals send me tea in the mail all the time. <laughs> There's a thing called the mail. <laughs> Weekly buddy time this week brought to you by the United States Postal Service. <laughs> and mail your tea to your friends. Send your all tea. your friends a package. <laughs> just don't put cash in the envelope. <laughs> right. She'll never see it. <clears throat> hmm. Sorry. Is that true? Me. My mom always was like, "Don't mail cash." I mean, I guess it disappears sometimes, but well, the postal know. service isn't like it's supposed to. I don't know about illegal, but it's you're not supposed to send cash through the mail. But my grandmother always did. She was like, "Yeah, I'll send you ten dollars, okay," and she would <laughs> just send a tenner in the in the mail. My kids still get like money in the mail from yeah. different relatives. So yeah, yeah, okay. Anywho, anywho, anywho. All right, all right, Patrick, how are you? I'm doing fine. I am, uh, what am I doing? Not much currently. Um, but I am drinking water okay. because the reason that I'm on the show today is why I'm drinking water. I'm not going to be allowed to have anything alcoholic until November of this year. Oh, man. Uh, I also can no longer have carbonated beverages, and oh. I'm not supposed to drink a lot of citrus, which. Wow. So. You know, so, so water. water. Water and tea it is. Uh, yeah. So I'm really excited about maybe trying some of that tea. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I have become the, a connoisseur of different teas at this point. I do have two tea things to recommend to you then. Um, so the <laughs> any of the yogi teas are good. They actually have flavor where a lot of times you get tea and it's like supposed to taste like something, but it mm-hmm. just tastes like hot water. Um, all of the yogi <laughs> teas are good about actually tasting like something. Um, but also, if you look up uncommon tea, oh, that's another yes. one that we, Devin and I both like a lot. Yes. Um, and they have a lot of really cool flavors. Like one of them's like bourbon, uh, maple, something, I don't know. But yeah. it's like they mix all these really cool, this sounds really cool, like smoked bourbon maple tea or something. Okay, that yeah. sounds amazing. I'm going to go order some yeah. tonight. Yeah, yes, uncommon. Yes. That I highly recommend. If they have this psycho candy blend, that oh, was my yes. favorite. Um, yep. But yeah, but the, all of it's good. I, I've never had a bad tea from Uncommon Tea. Sweet. Yeah. Well, that will give me another avenue to explore in my no longer able to have anything to drink. <laughs> oh man, phase. that sucks. Yeah. Okay, I just sent you the link in our Discord so you can Yay! check it out later. Well, thank you. Check it out. Check it out. Uh, but yeah, that's about it. Um, I'm doing. Uh, I've got a couple of shows coming up, which I'll go ahead and shamelessly plug. Uh, hey! I'm doing Susanna with Marble City Opera in June, the first week of June, and then I'm doing Footloose at the Bijou Theater in July. Ooh! Oh, Footloose is fun. Yeah, it, I don't, it I don't know be. the other one, but luckily, well, Susanna, it's a it's an opera, modern, a 20th century opera. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. It's, look up the libretto. I think that the libretto is very interesting. Like the story is very cool. Um, the music is also really great. But I know opera is an acquired taste, so I'm always like, let me go <laughs> off and be a music nerd for a few minutes, and everybody kind of just glazes <laughs> over, and I'm like, oh yeah, no cool. And then I'm doing Footloose in the summer, and everybody's like, oh yeah, Footloose is cool. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Kevin Bacon, wasn't he? Yeah, Kevin Bacon. Or something? Was yeah, in that. Kevin yeah, yeah, Bacon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm doing that one. I'm doing those two, and um, that, that's my next little bit. Uh, I think that's Fun. all I've got going on. Nice. That is really cool. Yeah. Uh, we did find out that Hades Town is coming to Baltimore, so we're gonna go see it in April. Uh, yeah, James told me, and I might be coming too. Uh, <gasps> Yay! Okay. <laughs> Because he told me, well, he's like, come visit. And I'm like, okay, maybe I could do that. Okay. <laughs> it might actually happen. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Nice. Well, there's, uh, when I bought the tickets, I bought the tickets today, so there's still seats left, and this, there was an open seat next to us, hmm. um, but there wasn't a whole lot left. So if you're going to come, let me know soon, and I can tell you where we are or whatever, and then cool. we can get the seat next to us so we can actually all sit together. 
Yes. I Because yeah. I was like, he said Hadestown, or he showed me Hadestown, and I was like, oh my god, I'm so much more excited about Hadestown than I was about Hamilton. I would actually travel to see Hadestown. Yeah. Nice. Well, come on. We have a guest bedroom, and um, there are cheap flights up here, I think Southwest maybe, or you can get like a, maybe like a $90 flight oh, or something nice. around there. Yeah. Cool. Or you can drive, but it's an eight-hour drive that apparently feels like, yeah, yeah. I met uh, I met everybody uh, in Virginia, which was only halfway, and apparently it felt like they were driving for eternity. Yes, yeah, I've driven, <laughs> it did, did feel that, that way. way before on my way to New York State, and uh, yeah, yeah, my, I would honestly rather drive to Indiana again. Yeah. <laughs> and Indiana wow. sucks too. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, no offense to anybody who listens from Indiana. Yeah, yeah. No. Go Colts! That's them, right? Go sports yep. ball. Mm-hmm. Is it sports ball? Uh, yeah, Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't. I didn't know that. I thought yeah. the Colts were a Texas thing. Well, that's. Oh we, no. No, the Colts are <laughs> Indianapolis, and we share oh. Peyton Manning yeah. with them. Uh, uh, yeah. So. Oh, I see. Yeah, and actually, the Colts were in um, Maryland, Baltimore, and they picked up in the middle of the night and left. It's one of those scandalous oh, man. stories. Yep. Yeah. Like, I didn't know that until. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. I got informed when I said, ah, you know, I like the Colts okay, because Peyton was there, and everyone's like, no! And I was like, okay, sorry. Get me behind me, Satan. Yeah. Like, well, he's not there anymore, so I don't have to like him anymore. It's fine. fine. Yeah, there's not a real good reason to like the Colts if you don't, like, actively like one of their players. Yeah. Again, sorry, Indiana. (laughs) So what about you, Devin? What are you doing? Yeah. Well, it, we just started our spring break, so that's been cool. We're going to, um, I actually have rented a cabin at North Dam State Park for like Yay. Wednesday and Thursday night. So the just, just going to be me and, and the littles, uh, me and Kess and Kai, we're going to go there and, um, you know. Did you get the rustic cabin or the yeah. other ones on the other side of the dam? Yeah, the CCZ cabins. Yeah. Do yep. you know which number? Well, well yeah, but I'm not, share that. I'm not going to yeah. share that over. You can, I'm sorry. You can tell me later. But okay. I was excited because. Come on, Devin. Tell us what you're going to be next week on April of uh, well, yeah, March, exactly. whatever month. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we uh, obviously we got married at Norris Dam. And so we stayed in one of the cabins for our, uh, the night of our wedding. And then also we went back for the first I think five years after we got married as like a anniversary type. Yeah, I thing. remember and that. So, yeah, so I'm very familiar with a lot of the cabins. So okay, I'm I'll tell. To hear yeah, I'll tell you. I'll tell you after. Yeah. Okay. After, but, <laughs> yeah. Um, but we're excited. We're gonna go to the Museum of Appalachia um, one day, and then we're just gonna like we. I've never seen the gristmill. I've never like oh, all of the God, stuff cool. that's there. I've we've never seen. So we're just gonna basically explore, you know, the entire all the stuff there is to explore in that area yeah. and walk around and do some hiking and stuff too. So the kids are super excited. Yeah. Yeah. And on down there, whichever way it is. Yeah. Over there. I think from here it's over there. Over yonder. <laughs> it's over yonder. <laughs> over yonder. Um, so yeah, so that's what uh, I'm doing. Kamaya used to love the Appalachia Museum when she was little uh mm-hmm. she would have my parents take her like every weekend so oh my gosh that's kids awesome will really enjoy it yeah i think they will too i i remember going to it whenever i was you know like doing appalachian studies uh yeah. as an undergrad and i went there to for something i think it was like you could get credit to do a field trip to it or something okay. and uh and i was just like this is amazing yeah. um but i don't think i've been back since then like it's been that long i've been since i was in high school i think it was the last time i was there which was yeah. an immensely long time ago it feels like right it was but. probably close to the time it was for me <laughs> whenever <laughs> i went in college yeah so i uh they have a cafe there just so you know i think it's only yes. open for breakfast and lunch or something so yeah i thought we we get a there. get a lunch get a lunch there mm-hmm so but I am drinking, I'm the only one drinking alcohol apparently today, um, <laughs> the a Schultzbrow Hefeweizen. Mm. Yeah. So that Man, is I what. I love Schultzbrow's beers. They are so Yeah. Good. I love them too. So that's, I've been doing good about staying to my, you know, only drinking and or having um, sugar to. Oh, nice. Two days. Oh, 
out of the week. So yep. well done. I'm, at, yeah. I'm at the end yeah. of my week and I was like, I haven't had anything to drink yet. I guess I'll enjoy yeah. Yeah. a beverage. I had my drinking night last night. We went to Crooked Crab. First time oh, in a long oh, time, I, I heard about your drinking line. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> last night? What happened? <laughs> Nothing scandalous happened, I don't think. I just, it was funny because uh, it's always just that we had text of just like, the hackers are drunk. <laughs> okay, well, don't let him give you crap about that. Because <laughs> when we were playing, it was me and Thomas and Chris the other night, and Thomas was so drunk, he fell out of the X-Field chopper oh. on his own, just fell out. So do not let him give you any grief about that. Okay, thank you, thank you. That's I will use funny. that as uh, ammo. That sounds um, about right. Yeah. And, yeah. uh. But yeah, so we, they finally had an amber ale, which they never, they always only have like IPAs and stuff like that up here. And, um, or, or yeah, I'm up here from you guys. So, uh, that's <laughs> not, so I was excited. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah. But I did, I think the role of Devin is now being played by Stacy, uh, because I had three donuts for breakfast. <gasps> oh my goodness. I know Whoa. that is not like me. Typically, no, it like is if, not. If we go to like Dunkin' Donuts, I usually get a donut and then one of their little um, wake up wraps. They're like a basically like a breakfast taco. Oh yeah. Uh, so that's what I normally get. But we went to this new donut place called Shipley's, um, which oh, is actually well, based out of Texas. I see. Well, yeah. if it's like if it's like a bespoke little donut space, like yeah, you gotta you gotta pass. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, true. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Exactly. Thanks. You guys are making exactly. Me exactly. But um, I did because yeah, they had a cherry glazed donut, and I was like, oh, I really want to try that. And then yeah, they had um, I got a powdered sugar one, you know, to get your baseline judgment of the place. Uh huh. Um, and then I got a cinnamon roll that I had planned to save for the next day, but it didn't make it to the next. Day. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. Well, that's, that is all right. I found a new mm-hmm. donut plate. Well, new to me. It's been around for a while, but there's a, a set of donut places in Knoxville called Dojo. Yes. They're, they're close to, Ooh. each one of them is close to one of the high schools. And so, yep. like, um, the one in Carnes is Beaver, Beaver's Dojo. Yeah. And yep. then there's the Panther's oh. Dojo. And I can't remember. That's the one I've gone to, the Panther's oh. one. How it's have I not heard of these places? There, I mean, they, they had. I went in there and ordered. I didn't even. I didn't look. They had stuff out, but I was just like, "Oh man, look at all these cool donuts!" So I ordered an apple fritter, and it was the size of a pizza. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was the biggest apple fritter I've ever seen in my life, and it was delicious. So I was like, "I'm just gonna open this in the car on the way home and just have a little nibble, a little nibble." And then by the time I got home, I'd probably <laughs> eaten eighteen hundred calories of apple uh-huh. fritter. Um, oh my gosh. My blood sugar oh. was six billion. I thought I was gonna die. But <laughs> oh my gosh. No. Delicious and totally worth. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Sometimes Absolutely. you have to do that. Yeah. But man, yeah, those pastries get you. Well, all right, shall we move into our topic then? I think so. I think that's a pretty good segue, probably. That's a good segue. <laughs> I'm ready. Let's go. Okay. All right. So, tell us about your life for the past, I don't know, six years, Patrick? Six years. Six months is what I meant to say. Six months. Start when you're a small child. (laughs) I was born in a small town in Bavaria. Um, So, uh, in about March of about a year ago, I started this journey towards uh, bariatric surgery. I talked to my uh, GP and... Uh, he thought it was a good idea. Uh, so I guess I should say what bariatric surgery is. Um, so there are several different kinds, but the most commonly, commonly, most commonly, most well-known, there we go. <laughs> most well-known one is the RU-NY gastric bypass. And in that particular surgery, they laparoscopically uh, separate your stomach and leave the bigger portion in your body but it and it's still connected to like blood flow and everything so it's still in there and living it's just not connected to the rest of your stomach okay it leaves you a small stomach pouch that's about the size of an egg whoa oh Uh, wow a large egg to be fair do they actually sever it or does it because i've seen like where there's a band that kind of uh kind of clips it i guess or you know yeah. what i mean like pinches that's, it i that's guess one of the other other surgeries um, okay the the one that i had there's the the band which uh 
goes around the stomach and, and constricts mm-hmm. uh, to make the stomach smaller. There's also one that is a balloon that does the same thing. Oh. Um, and then there is the gastric sleeve uh, where they still sever part of the stomach, but they leave you like a, a banana-sized sleeve in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you just so have like an extra stomach to put stuff in if you need it? Like, I, 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 I truly have banana. a bacon stomach. Yeah. I asked, I asked that. I was like, is this, so is this going to be like my bag of holding? Is this, what is this? Can, I like, can you give me a pouch? Can I put a kangaroo baby in there? Is it right, yeah. Uh, so many options. Unfortunately, no. It's no, just, okay. Now just, it's just vestigial and, and hanging out in there. It's so um, weird. That's so, so crazy. Sorry. I'm going to make a lot of, I'm going to make a lot of like inappropriate and probably like, I, I apologize. I'm just, you know, that's who I am. Uh, that's <laughs> totally cool. I mean, I'm sure that I probably asked some of the same questions when I started my visits with the bariatric surgeons. Right. Um, because it is, it is kind of weird. Um, so the main reason that I chose to pursue this was because it is currently being looked at um, and I think might already be listed as a cure for type 2 diabetes in the European medical journals. Oh, wow. Uh, in the United States, it's still being studied as possibly being a cure for type 2 diabetes. So that was my main interest. And, of course, it's right. also a weight loss procedure, um, which has been happening. Uh, but that was kind of secondary for me. Right. Um, and the, the reason it works for type 2 diabetes and weight loss is my particular surgery, since my stomach is so much smaller, it doesn't absorb nutrients and sugar and vitamins the way that a full-size stomach does. So a lot of the sugar that I take in, a lot of the fat that I take in, a lot of the calories that I take in just go through without, wow. without being absorbed. Um, okay. And and also, I can not eat as much because uh, my tummy is now very small. Right, right. It's a small boy. <laughs> it's, a, it's a size of an egg. That's not. A, that's not. You can't put a lot of food in that. Yeah. No. Yeah. About a, when I first right after the surgery, I could eat about a quarter of a cup of food per meal. Wow. Whoa. Uh, and now I'm all the way up to a half a cup. So we're making progress. Right. Yeah. Goodness gracious. So that's why, is that why you pick, so between, like, did, was your doctor like, hey, here's all the options, tell me which one you want, or were they like, this is the option for you, and then did you pick that one because of the, if it doesn't kind of ingest as much, or like absorb as much sugar and stuff like that for the diabetes piece, or? A uh, little column A, little column B. Um, so I had to have my surgery at UT Medical Center, uh, because my that was the only one my insurance would cover, mm-hmm. which was, you know, one of the big pieces in the way it took oh. so much time to get to the actual surgery mm-hmm. um so ut offers the the gastric sleeve and the ruin y bypass and um so there 84 percent of patients that have the ruin y bypass um that are diabetic see uh reduction in symptoms or sometimes full remission of type 2 diabetes um, wow! Like sixty-six yeah. percent of people that have the sleeve uh, have, see that those same results. So I went with the one that was more likely to give me the best results. Um, yeah. Okay. So far, I, ha- I haven't had a complete remission, but I am on the right track. Uh, my blood sugar numbers have been considerably lower, and I'm no longer having to take injectable insulin. So oh, nice. Okay. That's really good. What so, what is the time frame like? What is the time frame for that to be completely like an expectation for remission to happen? Uh, some folks, it happens immediately after surgery. Okay. Uh, part of it depends on how long you've had diabetes, uh, and I had been diagnosed in like 2004, so I I'd been diabetic gotcha. for a long time. So they expected that it would take a while for. For me to see real results and i may never get to full remission but uh so far i'm able to mostly control it with oral medication so i can just take right. pills and keep everything mostly under control which is a huge step from where i was before which was like five injections a day plus pills plus other things plus diet plus you know right no absolutely yeah, do you have to take supplements now since your stomach doesn't absorb as much nutrients? Yes, lots of them. Oh. <laughs> okay, okay. 
Um, yeah, I thought maybe. Yeah, there's a special there's a special supplement for bariatric patients that has iron and a whole boatload uh. of other uh, vitamins in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and God, they smell and taste awful. <laughs> no, no, yeah. uh, I can imagine. It's disgusting, and like the smell fills the whole room when you open the bottle. It's gross. Uh, and then I also have to take calcium citrate um, as a supplement Ugh. too. So it's it's not so bad. It's like three pills extra a day. It's it's not terrible, but I do have to make sure. Oh, and then I have to take a monthly B12 uh, injection. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But that's still better than you know, like with uh, diabetic stuff. Is like, oh, I'm just gonna faint if my sugar gets too out of whack, or you right. know, whatever. Yeah. Or and, and you have to take like you know insulin like. Inject, yeah. injected every day usually so yeah, that was that was my primary goal was to get off of the insulin i don't mind taking the other medications for the most part but i i definitely wanted to get rid of the insulin and so that was that was the big reason that i chose to do it in the first place right yeah um so i'm very interested in um yeah i know you had a progression of what you could eat. I know you a second ago you said like a fourth of a cup or a quarter of a cup or whatever. But there, like I know for the first like week or two, it was very specific liquids. You could like high protein liquids or something. Or can you tell us more about your after the surgery kind of? Well, I guess I'm also before we get after the surgery, I'm also interested in all the things you had to do leading up to qualify for the surgery. Right. Yeah, that was that was kind of wild. Um, so. It was a lot of taking classes. There were, uh, I think, five pre-op classes and then a sixth post-op that I had to go to the university surgeon's office to take. Um, And really, the first ones started out as like, okay, these are the things that you're going to have to do as you get closer to the surgery. Are you really sure you want to do this? Like, (laughs) they were trying to, to make sure that people were coming into it you know, eyes open and make sure right. that, that you're really going to put the work in because it it's it's a kind of a tough road to hoe to to get there. Um, yeah. Because the, the pre-op stuff is a lot of like, okay, go ahead and cut sodas out of your diet now. Uh, because you, uh-huh. like, I, I can't, I'm not going to be probably... Okay, let me let me go back and, and hedge that a little bit. I'm probably never going to be able to drink soda again. Wow. Uh, because because the, it would make your stomach expand too yeah. much. Well, it, it just it hurts. It hurts a lot oh. because the okay. stomach is so small. Um, imagine taking a big swig of soda and then like you burp because it gets uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's with a full size like football size stomach. Yeah. And then imagine that in the size of an egg. Oof. Wow, um, yeah. It it hurts. It uh, I accidentally got grabbed Lisa's cup the other day in the car and took a big swig of her Coke Zero and yeah, I had to pull over. Oh, oh no. my gosh. Because it it I kind of thought I was going to die <laughs> for a minute. Oh. Wow. <laughs> um so that that's a thing that they encourage you to to stop drinking soda really early in the process uh, to make it easier post-surgery right um getting onto a low-carb low-fat diet you know which i was already sort of on because of the the diabetes uh so that that part was easy um and then starting to really portion control is one Mm. another one of the big things that they talked about Uh, like they don't want you to go all the way to like post-surgery portion controls right away but they want you to start being aware of how much food mm-hmm. you're taking in, how much food you're putting on your plate, that kind of thing. Right. So with the reduced, uh, sorry, Devin, if you wanted to ask any questions. <clears throat> no, you're fine. you're fine. You're yeah. <laughs> fine. You're good. <laughs> um, God, so, Stacey. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you get one in in a minute. It's um, fine. I'm good. I'm, I'm okay. learning. Okay. So do you, uh, because your stomach, you know, you, obvi- you get that, I guess, full filling faster because your stomach's smaller. So do you still feel hungry? Or does like your is your food is your body satisfied by a smaller amount of food now, or are you just like really hungry and have to eat really slowly? <laughs> uh, all of those, and depending on the day. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Um, mostly, like I have just started in the last maybe month, actually feeling hungry 
again. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it does take a lot less food to satisfy, and that the one advantage to the to the surgery as far as eating less is that you get mm-hmm. instant feedback if you're eating too much. Oh, okay. Uh, there's there's a lot less time between my stomach getting full and my brain going, oh, oh okay, your stomach is full. Right. Um, okay. I, I think it's out of self-preservation because that's also really uncomfortable. Like my yeah. stomach gets full and everything is, and then my stomach is like, okay, everybody out. <laughs> yeah. Right. right. Everybody out of the pool. Yeah. Um, but for the longest time, I, I didn't really get hungry. I would set an alarm to remind myself to eat. Um, okay. And I do eat usually four or five times a day. I'll eat three meals and then a couple of snacks. And everything I eat is has got to be high in protein. Okay. Um, especially right after surgery, they want you to eat as much protein as you can stand to eat um, because mm-hmm. it helps with healing and, right. and all of that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I get satisfied a lot quicker now. Okay. Well, that's good. Uh, so, okay. So yeah, will you walk us through the progression of food you were able to eat after the surgery? Sure. Uh, so the, the, there's a prescription diet plan, uh, and it starts two weeks before the surgery with, um, a liquid only diet. Uh, and with that part of the diet, the two weeks before surgery can be, um, broth, um, if you do broth and stuff, you've got to put protein powder in it, um, protein shakes, and things like that. So that's two weeks before, and then surgery day. Um, Is that just to make sure everything's cleaned out, I guess? It it does a couple things. Yeah, it makes sure that things are as cleaned out as they're going to get. And also, uh, an all-liquid diet will shrink your liver. And the way uh, they what? go in laparoscopically, they have to move the liver to get to the stomach. Oh! <gasps> Oh my gosh! What? Yeah, so they they showed a video, or I looked up a video about it, and they literally oh, no. kind of like pick up the liver, <laughs> and so like sometimes I gotta get in here, buddy. Just uh, scoot over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, Lord. Yeah, they use the gonna, little robot arms scooch. to pick the liver up and like move it around. Oh um, no! So you know those uh, TikTok videos where the usually a dog that's like si- squeezing in somewhere where he shouldn't. It's like <laughs> somebody should make that with like the liver and the stomach, and then yeah. a doctor. Being, I'm just gonna scooch. I'm just a lot gonna of, scooch. A lot of squishing <laughs> sounds. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. So, so they move the liver out of the way, and they want you to to do the liquid diet beforehand to to shrink it. Um, oh. So then they wow. do the the snip 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 and all that. The the surgery takes about an hour and a half all told. Oh. Okay. Uh, so it's a very short surgery. They can do something like five or six a day. Um, wow. Yeah, there were several other people in the recovery area. Uh, that <laughs> including, had the same including someone I know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> was it the same day? Yeah, it was the same day. Oh yeah. It was yeah, crazy. Yeah. What are the chances? Yeah. Uh, Lisa apparently met my brother in the. <laughs> ah. Okay. Oh, huh. I do remember her telling me that now, but she yeah. told me whilst I was still high as a kite. Uh, right, right, right. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember a lot from the recovery area. Understandable. Uh, no, I'd say not. Yeah. Yeah. I would doze off and then wake up and like different people would be around me and I'm just like, okay. Cool. <laughs> cool. Back to sleep. It's like, I don't know what else is happening. <laughs> yeah. Um, um I know you said they made you, uh, or they had you do a diet kind of leading up to it, but did you also have to try to lose weight going up to it or something? Oh, I, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, uh, I was, they, okay. they want you to lose. It's not, they don't ask you to lose a specific amount, or mm-hmm. it's not a huge amount. I think I lost 10 pounds between March and surgery date was in November. Oh, okay. So I lost 10 pounds just doing the things that they had me doing beforehand, but I lost all of those 10 pounds in like the first two months and then wasn't oh. able to lose any more mm-hmm. until surgery day. So, wow. Okay. Because I have a friend that I went to um, high school with and I just follow her on Instagram and uh, she also had this done maybe like uh, maybe about a year ago or something like that. Oh, I don't know which version, but she had some sort of bypass surgery or stomach surgery and... um she kept she would she logged the whole thing and so uh there were like i i remember her previously being like yeah i have to reach she had like a goal weight that she had to reach before they would do the surgery but i i think hers was more for weight loss purposes not for like yours was your focus was to kind of control the diabetes 
Um, I think hers was more just like, you know, she felt like she couldn't lose weight without it and had chosen. So maybe it was like a, I don't know, a little different setup there. Well, I will say that I have been big my whole life and I never really had a lot of success on diet with dieting and things of any kind, really. Right. Um, so I'm not sad that that I, that this also has the side effect for me of weight loss. Um, oh, yeah. Right. But, it, that, yeah, that wasn't my, my main goal. And I wonder if maybe that wasn't because of because her insurance wanted her to get to a certain place. Yeah, probably. Uh, because I was lucky our insurance was just like, oh, your doctor says you need it. Cool. Go through these classes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but there, I, there was a, a lady that goes to my church, is in my church choir, that also had the surgery done recently, and like in December. And her insurance was like, okay, you, you've got to do this. You've got to wait six months. You've got to do yeah. all of this other stuff, or we're not going to approve it. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I think that's probably probably similar to what she was having to go because I, I feel like she had different milestones that she had to meet and stuff. Yeah, that that sounds that definitely sounds like insurance company meddling to me. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we could do a whole series probably about yes. how much I hate <laughs> health insurance companies, but oh, how much they're terrible. Yeah. yeah. Yep, constantly. It's like, hey, your doctor says you should have this surgery. You think you should have this surgery, but we are not too sure yet. Why don't you wait? (laughs) Right. Right, yeah. We know more behind the computer screen looking at some spreadsheets that you probably don't need this surgery. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I know that you've been struggling with weight loss your whole life, uh, and also you have diabetes, but, you know, we think maybe you'd be better off just taking some extra B12 and... uh, (laughs) Yes. Yeah, because that's yeah. a lot cheaper. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Anger and rage. Yeah, don't get me started. Trigger. <laughs> Trigger. Okay, Triggered. Um, okay, I think that summarizes all of my questions. So, Devin, do you have any that <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't already ask? <laughs> well, I guess my my I have a couple Ooh. of questions. My first is, you know, what are the risks of this? Or what are, you know, is there anything that you're nervous? you were nervous about or you're still nervous about, um, you know, having gone through this procedure? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, there's nothing at this point, um, the numbers that that UT Medical Center quoted to us was something like 0.06% chance of mortality of death. Yeah. (laughs) But that's... very small percentage chance of dying right from it. but i mean yeah. it's still there because they're still poking around inside you and exactly you yeah know. well anytime you go under i think there's a chance yeah that, right. that right there adds a percentage just from being up absolutely under. um so I, I was very nervous about that because this was the first surgery i've had since i was five years old um when i had oh, my wow, tonsils yeah. out and oh so wow yeah like, so are you nervous about surgery and i'm like i'm terrified <laughs> of this surgery are you kidding me <laughs> yes. right um but and that's when and we had a they one of the i think the final class before surgery day which for me was two weeks before the surgery i think it was the day i started the liquid diet um the they had one of the surgeons come in and talk to us and lay down all of the risks and all of the uh, possible adverse, all of the known possible adverse things that could happen within the first couple of months post surgery and all of that stuff. And the biggest risk post surgery is um, not st- or getting dehydrated. Uh, mm. Oh, because you don't feel like eating, you don't feel like drinking anything, and so they yeah. they have a very strict like, okay, you have to be drinking eighty ounces per day. You need to be drinking this many ounces. Well, not at first, not on the first day. I think the goal first day was like forty ounces of water. Um, but it's like you have to drink this many ounces a day. You need to be drinking this many ounces an hour, and if that means you have to set an alarm on your phone for every fifteen minutes to take a sip of water, you need to do it because if you get dehydrated, you're coming back to the hospital. Uh, Whoa! And that apparently is the biggest complication. They see more readmittance for people getting letting themselves get dehydrated than anything else um, oh. after this particular surgery. Gotcha. Uh, but there are things like. It's still, even though the surgery's been around for a long time at this point, there's still not been a lot of long-term studies post, like, 10 years after the surgery. So 
it's possible that there are some long-term complications that might come up. Uh, kind of seems unlikely at this point since the surgery has been pretty common for like 30 years or something. Right, right. Um, or maybe longer, but, you know, there's always a chance that something might happen. But, right. you know, I, there's no point in worrying about something that might happen in 10 years because, yeah, you know, what am yeah. I going to do about it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. I know organs are pretty um, squished up in there, but I wonder if anybody's ever had, like, the other, the piece of the stomach that got disconnected just kind of, like, moving somewhere. They're like, oh, look, it's down by your leg or something, you know? <laughs> be funny. It's down by your leg. It's, it's my leg stomach. To see how the lungs yeah. are doing today. <laughs> yeah, let me just take, it's like a retired organ. Oh, my gosh. I love that idea. Just like this little My little stomach hat. is in its first year of retirement. <laughs> yes, well, I will I say like the first first couple of months after surgery, singing was very different. Um, Ooh. Like my in-breaths, my inhalations were uh, very short for a while, and I'm not sure. Like the, the pouch where the, stu- the stomach pouch is sits higher, so I, I don't know if that was it or if it was just, you know, I had surgery, so things were weird for a while. But right. I, I did oh, yeah. have some trouble uh, with singing inhalations after the surgery so i wouldn't surprise me a bit if things move around a lot in there yeah (laughs) yeah that i guess that would make sense yeah and then my other question is just you know how do you feel good about the results you've seen so far um do you feel like you're on the right track do you have like a specific i mean obviously we talked about um you know putting diabetes in remission, but were there any other like specific goals you're hoping for? Um, you know, just like basically how you feel about the progress that you've made. I I feel pretty good about it for the most part. Um, like I said, my, they, they kind of talked up once I said that my goal was the diabetes remission, they really talked that up in the pre op classes. Like, Oh, a lot of people see complete remission right after surgery and then right after surgery my blood sugars were hovering around 300 Mm. Um, we did find out later that they were giving me um dextrose in my my uh hydration iv so that was that was was definitely part of it um but also my blood sugar stayed higher right after surgery for for quite a while so Immediately after, I was a little disappointed just because, you know, they, they had talked it up so much that, oh, like, it's highly possible that right after surgery, you'll go into remission. That didn't happen for me, but I am, let's see, what is this, March? Mm-hmm, March 12th. So I'm four months post-surgery, post-op now, and I have lost 80 pounds. Wow. Wow, yeah. Uh, roughly 80 pounds from when I started in March of last year. Yeah. So 70-ish, 65, 70 from surgery day to now is how much I've lost. So weight loss-wise, my result, I couldn't ask for any better results weight loss-wise. Right. Um, yeah. Man, my blood sugars are steady around 140, 150 right now um, with just pills. Um, okay. Which is yeah, that's... a huge improvement from right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so assuming that that continues, which it seems to, like every, I don't know, I see small improvements from week to week. Um, So if that continues, hopefully I'll be within normal ranges within a month or two. Uh, And while that will be full remission, because I'll still have to take medication, it's still, that is kind of where I wanted to be. Because like I said, I don't mind taking medication, I just wanted to get off the insulin right exactly and i mean you know at the end of the day because this is a conversation that i have with thomas a lot and and now with kess now that kess is having to take medicine about the fact that you know sometimes you just need medicine sometimes you have to take medicine for for your body to be able to do what it needs to do and the most important thing from what i understand about diabetes thomas has type one you have type two but when you have high blood sugar and you have sustained high blood sugar you know, it's really hard on your body. And so the most important thing, as far as I can tell, is keeping that down. And so if you have, if you're able to keep it, you know, 
like normal ranges with just by taking medication when that's perfect. Like that's what you need. Yeah, that is, that is absolutely what I'm aiming at. Um, my, my goal was not ever full remission with no drugs. I right. Mean, if that right. eventually happens, sure. That would be wonderful. But, um, you know, most like, uh, I don't know what the word is now. I've forgotten it. <laughs> <laughs> but if I can get to that point, with the medication, then I'm I'm thrilled with that, and I'm already yeah. I'm happy with where I am now, as far as that goes. And it's it's affected a lot of other, a lot of other health metrics too. Um, my blood pressure is down in the normal ranges with no medication. My nice uh, cholesterol is much lower with no medication. Tr- triglycerides. Uh, my kidneys are in better shape uh, because That's I'm not. Awesome. My blood sugar is controlled without having to use insulin Mm -hmm. so things are looking really good for now so yeah i'm I'm pleased with the results that's really awesome i do have one more you know extremely important question which is so you can start drinking again in november (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, they said not to not to do it for a year Okay, so when when that happens, do you have any sense as to how that's going to be different? <laughs> it's going to be Stacy level drinking. Right. Like you're going to have like one be shot and be. Talking to a few other people who have had the surgery uh, in the support groups and in the classes and whatnot, they tend to report that it takes much, much, much less. <laughs> so i am uh, i'm gonna start small when it when november yes. 7th of this year rolls around i'm going to take a half a shot and we'll see what that gets me. <laughs> and so we're gonna move on from there i'm gonna take a half shot wait an hour and then we're gonna see what happens <laughs> okay yeah i'm guessing you can't have beer then anymore since no. uh carbonated no I yeah can't. which is a bummer oh, because so there sad. are a few yeah. that i'm really gonna miss but. oh yeah um isn't there, oh, what are they called? Cask, uh, not cask strength, but cask, are they called cask? Where they don't have, uh, I don't know if they have zero carbonation, but they're flat. It's like a German oh. way of, I'll have to see. Because we went to a brewery here that had it. I thought it was called cask something, cask mm-hmm. brew, cask something. And um, yeah, I don't know. I have to see if there's zero or just very little. But yeah, it tasted like drinking a flat beer. But in your case, that's what you want. That's absolutely, that would be, heck yeah, I'm for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and I haven't, I haven't been brave enough to like try to flatten a Coke and try it. Right. Oh yeah. I, I was debating that until I grabbed that Coke by accident. And then I was like, okay, no, no, sir. No, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. yeah. Have a good day. Yeah. Um, but no, I would be super interested to give that a shot in November, yeah. of course. Right. Right. And Dr. Mancini, okay. if you're listening, I am being a very good boy. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay yes it's called a it's a cask ale so just cask ale and it's a non-carbonated beer <laughs> that sounds great also no. apparently nitro is not carbonated is what this says hmm? i don't know if that's totally true hmm? but well I'm, so gonna there you go. I'm gonna make a note and then <laughs> Things to look a, for in November seventh. Yeah, a list of things that I'm gonna, you know, test out over the next six to eight months. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. also one of the weird things I can't eat pork rinds anymore, but not because anybody told me not to eat pork rinds anymore, but because that was the only other time that I legitimately thought that I was going to end up back in the hospital. Was oh I really ate a pork rind. Huh. And it hit my stomach so hard. Oh no! Uh, we were. Sitting, I wonder why. I don't. I don't know. I can't figure it out. But we were sitting at the uh, the downtown Flavor Town there in Pigeon Forge, Guy Fieri's restaurant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had Cheeto dusted pork rinds, and I'm like, I'm gonna try that. I'm gonna try that right now. That sounds really good. This is gonna be my reward for being so good on this diet. Yeah. And I got like one small pork rind down and then had to just kind of sit there for a little while trying to oh decide if gosh. I needed to run for the restroom or not. Wow. That's horrible. It was wild. Uh, so I've been, I've had to be careful with every new, every food that I've reintroduced myself to um, post diet, prescription diet. And uh, 
that one's the only one so far that's really just like knocked me for a loop. Yeah. Whew. yeah. That's I I am very I am very proud of how hard you've worked on this and yeah. I am very uh I have a lot of admiration uh because I do not think I could ever do that. <laughs> well, thank you. I I think yeah. I would just be like, nope. <laughs> oh, there were plenty of times when if I hadn't had a good support system that I would have been like, okay, well, I guess I'm just going to be fat and diabetic the rest of my life. Uh, right. So, but. Yeah. Support systems are important. They are. That's why we have weekly buddy time. It's so true. Yep. So, again, like to just to reiterate there, I would not have minded mo- being fat. Uh, it's the diabetic part that I was really having trouble with. Right. So. Yeah. 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 So, all right. Well, is there anything um, that we didn't ask or anything that you want to share or anything that we just didn't cover yet? Uh, not that I can think of. Uh, I will say that the first, I had to do also two weeks post-op of the liquid diet. Mm-hmm. Um, the first week of which was only clear liquids. Mm. Uh, do not recommend. No. Yeah. Do no. Not recommend. Uh, and they were upfront about it. Like everybody was totally upfront about what had to happen before and after. So they're like, you have to spend like a month on a liquid diet. Uh, two weeks before, two weeks after. But they nobody prepared me for how much it sucked to be drinking broth with protein powder in it for a week. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh. that does not sound fun. So. Uh, yeah, that was the worst part. So if you think yeah. you can, if you are, if you have, if anybody out there is interested in the surgery, uh, I, I think it is a good choice for some people, but if you don't think you can drink protein powder filled broth <laughs> for a week, it might not be for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even um, though you might not have, you may not have thought you could, and yet you did. Yeah. So oh, that, yeah. that's true. Yeah. That's true. You I know. made yeah. it. Yeah. And at that point, like, at that point, you know, three weeks into it, it was just like, no, I, I have to do it now. And especially right. post-surgery, yeah. it's like, well, I can't, I can't have them <laughs> yeah. sew <laughs> that <laughs> stomach back on there. It's pretty much what right. it is now. So yeah. What are you going to do? It's a, no, no options here. This yeah. Yeah. Post-op, they're just I, like, well, good luck, because now you're stuck with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. I have a thought about the uh, pork rind. Um, do you still have your gallbladder? I do. So was that the first mm. maybe fatty thing that you ate off when you started eating foods again, solid foods again? That was probably the fattiest thing that I had tried post-op, yeah. Yeah, it might have been something like that because um, I know when I had my gallbladder surgery, now obviously my I don't have my gallbladder, but your body's reaction to fatty foods is to like hurry up and dump a whole bunch of um bile in your stomach to help uh, digest it so if that was the first fatty thing and your stomach was like oh god you know like we haven't eaten anything fatty in a month then uh it might have overreacted which then maybe caused you to because you know if you eat crappy yeah uh and like you feel bloated so that was maybe like an extreme bloated on your tiny tummy (laughs) my gallbladder was just like oh jesus what did you do Yeah, squirt, 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 squirt. Yeah, that that sounds plausible to me. Um, Plus, high-fat foods are not great on the little bitty stomach, too. And that might be why. Mm. That might be why, because then you've got the food plus all the bile. Yeah. Boy, this has been a a real... I hope you all don't mind body horror. I'm going to put a content warning on this episode. Yeah. It's just like, please do not eat while you are yeah. listening to those Trigger episodes. Trigger warning, bile, yeah. and stomach things. And, uh, organs. Yeah, organs. Organs floating around, in your body. Squishy sounds. Yeah. And, uh, yep. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that about wraps it up. Yeah. <laughs> on that note. On that yeah. note. So just, but I just keep in mind that I, your liver migrates. And, yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, there you yeah. Go. But I do want to say I really appreciate you coming on and and being. I mean, it's kind of vulnerable, I think, to have to like mm-hmm. talk about this particular topic in front of you know the twenty six people who listen to this podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but they're twenty six strangers. Hey, yeah, maybe like so, three strangers. I appreciate that. I appreciate the fact yeah, that, that, I'm, I'm that you came to, on and shared your and story. Like being vulnerable, and if it helps somebody else make 
a decision. One of those 26 people might be thinking about the surgery. And Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's important to know what you're in for. And even, right. even if you're not considering yeah. surgery, I feel like this is, it's an interesting topic. Because there's a no, lot absolutely. of wild and wacky things that go on in the human body and gross things. Right. Well, I think it also helps, like, you know, you going through this journey and my sister-in-law going through this journey. It's been a big, um, I don't know, eye-opening thing for me because I didn't know anything about it um, prior to this other than this was something that some people did. And I always was just like, is that really something anybody should do? Because that just seems extreme. You know, it was always like my, you know, obvious Ill, ill-informed judgment on it, right? Um, but, like, it has made such a big difference for you and for her and you know it's like well i don't fucking know what the hell i'm talking about so this well, is no, why i should it listen to other people yeah. <laughs> it is extreme like it's not something it's not it should not medical literature i don't think thinks that it should be a go-to it's right it's one of those things it's like well we've tried this and we've tried this and we've tried this and we've tried all these things and yeah so this is an option right right so you're not you're not wrong, uh, but I I do I do think it's a thing that can be uh, that has kind of a negative connotation. Yeah. In a lot of people's minds. Um, yeah. And it shouldn't because it is it is able to help people uh, make really big and important and life saving changes. So absolutely. That's my summary statement. <laughs> I think that's All a good right. one. I think that's, yeah. that's a good summary for it. <laughs> yep. I, I will, one one last thing that I will throw in there. Um, I have been lucky enough in my life to never have experienced uh, any kind of body dysmorphia until now. Oh, really? Uh, I still have a tendency to see myself... I, I have gone down like three or four shirt sizes and as many pants sizes and, you know, losing 80 pounds, 70 pounds in four months has made a huge difference in the way my body looks. But I still see myself as very much bigger. Really? And I still get very surprised when I look in the mirror and I'm like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Uh, I could see that because you, I mean, as long as I've known you, I mean, you've always been the same size you know like it's yeah. not like you're it's not like you uh, yo-yo diet or anything like that like you've always been the same size so i imagine that's like i don't know it's 20 years of being the same size and then and then you lose weight fast also yeah that's that's the thing like lisa took a picture of me i don't know at guitar center i think i was playing one of their guitars and she showed it to me and i was like why are you taking pictures of this friend oh <laughs> so, wow, yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah it was it is a kind of not i it's not a constant struggle but it's definitely there like i still mm-hmm. i don't really i don't know i my body doesn't feel different in space and then i see myself yeah it's like holy smokes so that's been huh. that's been kind of wild that i would say yeah. if, if if there's been a downside for me it's that it's this struggle of still feeling like a very big person, but no longer right. being a very big person. Right. Yeah. Right. I can understand that completely. Yeah. Feeling weird and out of touch with the way your body actually is, as opposed to the way that you think your body should be, is something I do understand and can relate to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah. it. I am both struggling with it and sort of, I don't know if I would say I'm glad to be struggling with it, but I am. It provides a small window into folks who have much bigger issues with body dysmorphia than I. Right, do. right. Does that yeah. make sense without sounding like, well, I don't know anything. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't want to be like. I don't want to be that guy. But like, no, I feel no, like it, it, it gives me a it little get, more insight. It gives you a baseline for empathy. Yeah. 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 No, I completely understand that. And now that I've been completely awkward. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, not awkward. Not at all. I just appreciate you coming on and talking to us. Always. Yeah, it's it's fun to chat with you outside of whatever topic we're talking about. Well, I'm, yes. I'm happy to chat anytime. I'm also happy to be on your show anytime. So, you know. Yay. Just, all right. Yay. Just well, throw thanks. that out there. I'm always happy to be. I'm always happy to be the center of attention. Uh, <laughs> no. 
We, we can come out here and you can you can sing a song. You can do an opera on the podcast. There we go. Do a mini Ooh. opera. Write, write a mini opera. <laughs> All right. I'll get to work on that. Okay. That'd be fun. So expect it in about 15 years when I actually get <laughs> off my butt and do something. Just don't expect me to sing with you. I can do like the intro or something. Oh, no. But I'm writing, Stacey I'm writing at me. least three parts. I'm, oh, beat, I'm beatboxing in the back. <laughs> the first beatbox opera. That would be amazing. Yeah. That would be amazing. I would absolutely go see that. Oh, I think that might be what Hamilton is, though. Yeah, a little bit. Hip-hop, hip-hop opera. I'll call my friend Lynn and be like, Hey, Lynn, (laughs) I'm going to steal your idea. (laughs) Is that cool? He'd be fine with it. I know him. We're tight. Yeah. Yeah. Disclaimer, I don't actually know him. All those opera conferences you go to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yes. totally. Like, we totally, mm-hmm. you know, hobnob with uh, with those Broadway folks all the time. <laughs> well. Awesome. Well, thank you again. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Thank you. Happy to and be I, here. And I will chat with both of y'all later. All right. Okay, sounds good. All right. Okay. okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. A Hoots Media Production. Hoot, 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 ho